up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Just Saying Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale. And today's guest, I'm so excited to have, not only do I think he is one of the most talented people in this damn city of ours, uh, you've seen him from TV and film and stage and screen alike. Uh, he is the best. Make some noise for Drew Drogi, everyone. Uh, Hi, Justin Martindale. It is so Hello. good to have you. Um, I, have, I've, I've, I just ad- admire you so much, I honestly. I adore you. I admire you, too. Thank you, honey. We've, oh, my God. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you. The only time I really ever do see you is at some festival. <laughs> There's always like, I think the last time I saw I'm you was at out a festival. Fest. It's, well, I've always got a turkey leg in my hand yes. and a lanyard around my. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always, I'm always ready. Just a woman with cleavage, <laughs> just in a Viking outfit. No, like you're, you're so like, uh, what is it? Uh, adorned and and and. Uh, Ornaments and trophies oh, and just please. the best. You've oh, seen him all God. over Instagram and you just can. an icon. I think you oh, are. God. Thank you, honey. You're Thanks always for me. Well, you're like doing. I mean, you're always working. Well, oh, well, not now. Well, not now. But <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> I love that you couldn't really, or you you chose not to like say specific credits. It sounds even better. Like from screen, screen, from film, from stage, film and stage. It's even better. Galas. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Events, bald, nothing Viral specific, videos. no proper nouns, but Mm-mm. just things, just mm-hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think th- I, I I put out the illusion that I'm working and busier than I am sometimes because I don't I don't know I don't always feel like I'm super busy and doing anything. You I, are especially post pandemic. I feel like. What am I doing anymore? Who See, am I? Yeah, post-pandemic, I say to myself, is this real? Right. Because I right. don't know anymore. Right. And um, I honestly, like, I I wanted to start the show off great. But, uh, I but know, we I know. have, I mean, my God, we lost a, a, a childhood icon. Uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, passed away at age 70 uh, in secret due to cancer. And it's just heartbreaking. It's gutting. Gutting. It really <clears throat> is. Like, I, I was, I'm not over Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sinead O'Connor shaped my childhood and my, and my, uh, my queerness and just, and, and so did Paul Rubens. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like these are two people who were like the first freaks. Weirdos. I mean, it's like weirdos that we just went, oh, that. Mm-hmm. I, and they're, uh, Paul, like, was able to marry such silliness with darkness. And there mm-hmm. was like, oh, there was always, you watch PBS Big Adventure now and you're like, oh, there's something else going on. Totally. That you don't pick up on as a kid. I also just, you know, the aliens we heard about in the news last week. I'm starting to like hope that the aliens are just taking all the good ones. And I, you know, <sighs> I mean, because it's like, we can mention, we don't need to, all the people that are somehow living still through right. all this. And yet these people are just like... Because oh, evil prevails. Evil evil preserves. <laughs> evil preserves. You know, Olivia de Havilland and uh, Joan Fontaine, they, you know, they were sisters. And yes. They lived into their like one deep 90s, one mid hundreds. And I think their hatred for each other kept them alive. Mm-hmm. I really do think there's something to it. There's some Just bitter. Energy. It just keeps the heart and pumping. And also I think like a lack of soul. Mm-hmm. Like Sinead O'Connor for sure like felt too much. And I I think like a, a lack of soul and empathy. You're able to go to sleep really well every night, and you don't really care about how you affect other people. I mean, yeah. you know, that's really how I, I, I'm like. How does that work? That you're just, you know, also just like nothing makes sense. But, but Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, I just, and also like you and I both, we met at the Groundlings. We where, did, like, and I think it's a reason why a lot of us wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that place. I've always said for all of its, you know, whatever. But like 
diversity issues that they may have had over the years, it's always felt like a very deeply queer place. Yes. And I've always, I've always given uh, Pee Wee Herman and Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, that space. Even before we knew Cassandra was, was queer, it was like we knew Elvira was queer. Oh, yeah. And like you knew – and so like that always felt safe yeah. to be just a big, loud, rainbow-colored freak at yeah. that place. Just a big old like what – what is it? Yeah, exactly. And I don't care exactly. because it's fun. Exactly. And I remember honestly, like being a kid of, of course, like, you know, if you don't know Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse, that was huge in the 80s. And I remember waking up every Saturday morning and my mom would like let me watch this. Yeah. <clears throat> and I knew there were a lot of kids that like their parents wouldn't because it was just so weird. And, you know, there was like a pterodactyl puppet <laughs> and a genie, you know, Jombie and a talking chair and Penny with her penny eyes. Oh, and, my God. I but know. it was just so fun. And like Cowboy Curtis, Miss Yvonne. Miss Yvonne. Oh, Miss Brilliant. Yvonne. Lynn Stewart. And it's Phil like Hartman. Phil Hartman. You know? And, and uh, Larry Fishburne mm-hmm. and Lawrence Fishburne. Larry. Good Larry. old Larry. <laughs> my friend Larry Fishburne. Uh, why do I do that? Uh, yes. Also, I think it's a great way to explain queer mm-hmm. versus gay. Mm-hmm. Like, Pee Wee's Playhouse is queer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what queer sensibility is. And that's what we understood. And that's why I think parents were like, I don't, I don't, I know what that is. But no, you can't, you can't have it. I remember my grandmother would never sit down for movies. Like, she was always up getting us cookies, cleaning. Well, she, she was on fentanyl. She yeah. Was, oh, my God. Fen, fen. <laughs> and fentanyl. I can't stop, Nana. She no. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> This was uh, my uh, grandmother. Who, I did have a nana, but my grandmother named Gaga, spelled like Gaga. So when Lady Gaga came out, I'm like, uh, nothing new. <laughs> I grew up with a Gaga uh, or Gaga, we called her. But she could never sit still during movies. And I remember distinctly with my brother watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure and her hearing the monologue about uh, like um, I, I I took a, a, one of the tags on the mattress and I took my knife and I cut one of them oh. off. Oh, and wait. you know it was like he picks up the loner, the the trucker guy. Oh, right. uh, which was very queer, very, very queer, yes. so hot. And he picks him up and he's like, <laughs> "I cut that tag off the mattress." My grandmother started laughing so hard from the other room, and she came and sat down and watched Aww. the rest of the movie with us. And that's one of the only times I and I th- I thought about that today of like she got my grandmother to like calm down, or he got my grandmother to calm down. And just like what, and and loved it, and she thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. So we all just we tapped into that, that special, that weirdness, that singular. It was just camp. It, yes. All of it was camp. The, yes. the 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 lines with the, yes, the mattress tag. My favorite was like um, when when he. I'm wearing my large Marge yes. shirt for sure. I mean, when he goes into the diner and he's like, Large Marge sent me, and everyone drops their spoons. Yes, and they're like, Large Marge. But she's, you know, and just like, and then it was 30 years ago. Like, just the camp and the nostalgia. I mean, one of my favorite scenes, and I think you and I had a conversation when Jan Hooks passed away. (sighs) Like, we were just like, oh, my favorite scene is when he goes to the Alamo and he's looking for his bike because I grew up there. Can you say Adobe? Oh, my God. Pedro and his wife, Anais. (laughs) Anais is holding a clay pot, which she seems very proud of. It's my favorite. Thing ever, and she has her gum, and just the oh, like. Oh yeah, just her perky, out. Oh. perky, awful person. I know. Oh, but, I know, and uh, yeah, just I mean, I, I just there's a hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, for all of yeah. And uh, did you, did you have any like personal stories about him? Or I did. Any? I met him a few times at the Groundlings. We were backstage a couple times. There was a there was a show called Beverly Winwood Presents the Actors Showcase, where we all play. I got to do it one time. I filled in for somebody, and it was literally like 
on my bucket list of things I never thought I would ever get to do. Uh-huh. And he was in that show, so I got we were just kind of backstage and um and he did a he did a it was all about actors doing terrible scenes to try to get jobs from the audience. They treated the audience <laughs> like they were industry members, and so everybody was trying to do scenes. And I remember he did a scene from Butterflies Are Free, oh, and he played the deaf, he played the blind. The blind. Oh. He played a blind character who was <laughs> such a bad blind actor, <laughs> and uh, but really like smug and in his life. But it was nothing like Pee Wee at all. But he was he was brilliant, and mm-hmm. he was so nice and always pretended to act. You know, equally excited to meet. Every time we would meet, I mean, he always seemed so kind, and I was just, but I was nervous around him. He was somebody that I, I didn't really I know. Wanna, like, I'm just, I'm that way around childhood people. For like, sure. when I met John Waters a few times, I'm always like, I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do. You know, anybody famous now, it's like, oh, hi, nice, you know, but that it taps into something when you're a kid and you discover somebody, it's like, I don't. I can't begin to tell you what you mean to me. Right. And you hear this every day. And you'll never get so it. I, you'll never fully, and I don't know what I want from you other than. You know, so um, yeah. Anyway, I remember seeing. I remember seeing him once, and I had that like my whole like all my organs just went <laughs> like oh, sucked up, yeah. and I was just because I saw him like in my peripheral, and I was like, Ugh! I don't even know what to do, I don't even yeah. know what to say without being a complete moron. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. How many times did I impersonate him in like grade school and do the tequila course, dance and like <laughs> you know like right? all I of know. it. All of it. It was also one of the one of the like boy characters that I think we related. I mean, I can speak for myself, but I, I was all about Jan Hooks. I was all about yes. the women of SNL, the women of In Living Color. Of course, of Those course. The, the women, you know, comedians and sketch people. But Paul bled into that thing for for me for sure. That I was like, oh, and Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. He was one of the few male characters that I just thought was interesting and worthwhile. <laughs> I know. And we actually had our piano player. Uh, Jeff Scott, who was um, he played here for like twenty five years. He was actually Pee Wee Herman's. Um, what was he? He was his uh, like stunt double in like I think it was Pee Wee's Big Top Pee Wee, oh, I Big believe. Top, but yeah. he also played Pee Wee Herman at like Sea World or something like in Florida. God, I hope I'm not botching his legacy. R.I.P. Oh my god! But like, like what a cultural pop phenomenon he was and i remember you know when they had they tried to like scathe him for his you know what do you, what do you do expose himself in an adult theater i'm like, like what, what else ev- are you supposed like to everyone do everyone does at an adult theater <laughs> yeah they were like also the fact that when they when he was of the, all the art that they found which mm-hmm. was which was found out later just to be like totally tasteful art it was uh, the homophobia that came at him yes. before he was even out. It was like the world was, and same with Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. He was on the right side of history. So was she. They were they were fighting for truth. They were telling us what was happening, and we were not ready for them. And we were terrible. To, we were terrible to Paul. And, and I think yeah. also because he played this kid character that everyone added to it that he's inspired. He, you know, it's all about the children, which everything, is all about now. You which know, is I mean, like ugh. which is everything evil done in, on the name in the name of children. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, he inspired me. He did nothing to yes. ruin me. And if he did ruin me, good. I mean, yeah. I'm ruined in a good way. Like, I mean, like, no. It's like, yeah. He was definitely like I feel this or our generation's 
Mr. Rogers in a sense. Yes. Like he was just. But Ris- like- Mr. Rogers creeped me out. Same. So Lady Elaine, don't get I mean, me started. You know, I, I'm so, when he died, it was like, oh, so sad. I know the people, and, I, and nothing against that. But like, I used to watch that and be like, his quiet, casual way. He would take off his shoes. OCD and with his sweaters and, and shit. And how quiet he was. Yeah. And how calm. And it was all about being nice and kind. I uh, I like big, loud, trashy, in your face. That's why I was like, I trust Pee Wee. I trust yeah. the noise. I trust he gets the it. colors yeah. and all of it is fun and joyous versus like, oh, I don't want to be in Mr. Rogers' playhouse for yeah, too long. No, no, I don't want to be in Mr. Rogers' and playhouse. And Lady Elaine, what was Lady that Elaine. doll? She was like oven cooked. Oven cooked and... with like a drunk nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was just like, hi, no, everybody. No, I was like, this Ugh. is not, I don't feel safe. God, I know, but R.I.P., Paul Rubens, you will definitely, definitely, definitely be missed. It's like, ugh, end of an era. Like, mm-hmm. and if you have kids and they haven't seen Pee Wee's Playhouse, you know, show it to them. It's fun. Absolutely. I think it would still live up. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I do want to tell you this story. Um, I went to Universal. <laughs> I went to Universal Studios yesterday, which is not like I go all the time. Right. I'm not like a. Avid. Did you go to like? Did you go to the, the theme park? No, no, no. I went to the City Walk because oh, I went and saw walk. Haunted Mansion. Okay, okay. Which was good. Sure. I haven't should have been released in Halloween time, but sure. To each their own. I, I get it. I get it. Are you familiar with the? I have to get this name right. Oh, it is. God, hold on. It is a chocolate emporium. It's the tooth. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I've walked by it at, uh, but when I've gone to City Walk before, and it's in a, it, it looks like a mall for chocolate. It looks like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Right, right. And right. I have to get the name right because if I don't, it will haunt me. It is the Okay, it's a long name. <laughs> the Toothsome Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feast Kitchen. Oh, Savory Feast. Savory Feast. <laughs> that really, like, really bums me out at the end of that. Because it's like, so did you go in? Oh, yes. My oh, friend good. was like, oh, it, it's new. It, it used to be a hard rock cafe. <sighs> and I haven't been in so long that I looked up and I was like, what is this weird, like, Willy Wonka-themed restaurant? And they're like, no, it's the Toothsome <laughs> Savory. Get it right. Get it right. Chocolate Emporium. And I'm that like, is correct. What? And Savory uh, f- Food Coordinator. Mm-hmm. What is the, savory is it? Food Coordination of oh. Chocolate Emporium Deliciousness. Blah, blah. Gross. So we um, go in, and it is all, like, steampunk themed. Do you know what steampunk is? Of course. What is it? I mean, I, I can't describe I it. Either. But I know what it is. You know what I think of steampunk? <laughs> yeah. I think of and, uh, Return to Oz. Yes. Return to Oz feels very steampunk. the wheelers. The wheelers and TikTok. Yes. It's all like that, that. sort of like, uh, it's like goth newsies. Yes. Or like, you know, everything just sort of feels like I've got like a bucket hat on and I've got like, and I'm wearing like metal yeah, and uh, and I, I'm and I'm maybe in Mad Max. Like it all kind of feels in that world. It's I, like futuristic Victorian or right. something. But what is the connection? Because that feels that also kind of feels like with like steelwork and factory. I think steampunk also is like a connection to factory. So is that with like the chocolate of it all? Like I don't want to eat anywhere that's steampunk. That doesn't. That's look That's the like... thing. I was like, who asked for a steampunk themed restaurant? Because I th- I think of steampunk and I think of like Burning Man. Like right. that's immediately like the goggles and the like, right. like weird like trinkets and watches. You've got like a crow on your shoulder, but it's metal. <laughs> you know, it's a metal crow. <laughs> Book of spells. I get it. I mean, I get it. And so we go in, and we're and we're sitting there, and everyone is dressed. All the waiters and waitresses are dressed in steampunk. No, 
Oh, that's so awful. That's so awful. That's so upsetting. And I'm sitting there. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, God, these people have to show up at work. And I was afraid I was going to know, like, one of them, oh, like, of like an open micer yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, who's just course. like, hey. Oh, God, and I'm like, hi. I've been there. Oh, 100%. I've been there. We salute sure, you. Sure, same. And, um, and all of a sudden, like, the music changes. <laughs> Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, what's happening? Like, am I, am I tripping? I have no idea. And there's this woman walking around. No. Oh my god, what? I can't She's wait. She's walking around <laughs> with a robot in her arm, like, and like linked in her arm. What? And I'm like, like this woman, and she's dressed like a Victorian woman, and she's Victorian with a robot. Oh my god. This man who is dressed like a robot and they're just walking arm in arm and there's all these like gross tourists just eating meats oh. and like <laughs> just white chocolate chili cheese fries. Yeah, just like just, everything uh, they just like yeah. One just, woman's just getting much. helped out of a booth. Of course. By like her friend. You know, she's like <laughs> looking at me with dead yeah. eyes right in the face. Yeah, too and much bacon fudge for her. Bacon fudge. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman is walking around arm in arm with this man dressed up as like a robot, i.e. Return to Oz. Right. So I was what like, I, happening I right looked now? at my friend's daughter and I'm like, what is this? Because she's been before. She's like, that's Penelope. And I'm like, Penelope? <laughs> so I was like, there's a story. And I looked at the story. So here it is. I got the story of okay. what? Because no one knew. No one was like, it's not a familiar story. Like, Penelope, the chocolate ghost. <laughs> like, what is the, what is the story? The Penelope? story starts with Penelope and Jacques. Exploring the world in their dirigible think balloon airship. Okay. Dirigible. Mm -hmm. When they returned home to her parents' cottage in London to share their experience and experiments with her family, they found the home empty with a note from her parents on the kitchen floor stating that they would look for her wherever chocolate can be found. Oh. With this knowledge, Penelope developed an <laughs> industrialized chocolate emporium to share her love and knowledge of chocolate. Um, with the world in hopes, oh God, my phone, in hopes of being reunited with her family along the way. So is this, this is not real? Or no, is it real? I hope not. <laughs> but so if it's made up, don't you think the parents would show up at some point to the fact? So they, so they just never showed up. They They'll just, look for you wherever chocolate will be found. Well, get this. Okay, so that's, this is before, before I read you this story, mm -hmm. my friend's daughter asked the waitress, <laughs> and this woman, she was a full-on house elf, like oh. Dobby drag. Oh, like yeah. she shows up, like right when we sat down, she was like, "Are you guys ready for me?" Oh, and we no. were like, "Oh, oh my never, god, never, never yeah. ready for that." Oh, and she was like this big, and she was like, "Who's <laughs> ready for the chocolate emporium?" So like she we was like, in Poltergeist. Pol She's like, Zelda it was. I wish it was Zelda Rubenstein. Okay, okay, I great. wish. <laughs> no, this woman, she was over it, but she was showing up. And oh my god, that's so me though. Over steampunk, <laughs> tiny person. Okay, so oh, and I then, know. And then, so what did your the the? So my ask? my friend's daughter, who's smart as hell, she looks at her and she's like, "So what's the story of this place?" Eleven. Oh, right. <clears throat> and she's like, the woman goes, "All right." Uh, <laughs> character goes, voice off. Yeah, she was like, "I guess somebody misses the old menus." Because I guess oh. on the old menus was the story of where the hell we are. 
New menus don't say that. Okay. Oh, well, that's just what's so wrong with the world right now. Yeah. But also, this place is new. This restaurant. I new. guess so. so. People already. We already have new menus on yeah. top of like. So someone misses the old menus. From what location? From where? From Yield London? Where? Where? where well, she goes. Well, Penelope's an inventor, and her uh, parents got sucked into time, and Penelope sh- makes chocolate to hopefully bring him back. And I'm like, Wait, what? What is this story? What is going on? I'll have an iced tea. With no lemon. <laughs> Like what? I what are you? What are you? What is happening right now? I know. I was like, Why this is, is dark. I know. So her parents got sucked into a vortex, and she has to make chocolate to hopes one day bring them back. And they never. They ne- it never happens. So she no. just keeps making more and more chocolate. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I also thought, not everything needs a story. No. And I and, thought to myself, this is the mob. This is mob money. <laughs> Some mob boss went to Burning yes. Man. And yeah. was like, I'm going to make a chocolate milkshake restaurant, the steampunk orphaned girl with her friend robot. We will, like, filter in drug money from it. Oh, I love that. Or you can put all that into chat GPT and, get, and, and come up with a restaurant theme, I'm sure. Sure. Easy. Seconds, you know. Easy. And I tagged it on my Instagram because I was like, I have to tell the story today with Drew. And my friend who lives in uh, Orlando was like, are you in Orlando? And I'm like, there's another one. Oh, there's another one in Orlando. (laughs) So they must be a universal thing. Yeah, I guess so. It's dark, and I highly recommend it. (laughs) They're probably trying to build up popularity so that they can make a movie about this. We don't need it. Absolutely not. I don't want it. No. I don't want it. Sounds awful. Because there was like singing, and it was just a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What did you eat? I don't remember. Oh, God. It was all a dream. Oh. No, I had risotto. Oh, I had an espresso martini. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, As you do. You have to. Did someone say steampunk theme? <laughs> <laughs> an espresso martini. Um, and then I had like risotto and um a salad. Okay, so there was no there wasn't any chocolate in that or anything. No, no, but they did like have that. like they have like milkshakes like that are this big around oh. that are just diabetes yes. like just a woman like on ozempic's M- worst nightmare <laughs> <laughs> they have like m&m's coated around around the side. just have you seen sugar candy crispy cream donuts that have that are full of m&m's now yes it's like an m&m on top and you bite into it and it's just a mouthful of m&m's yeah it's just it's like and babies it's like, like seahorses i mean eat m&m's with a donut whatever but just to bite into a donut and have m&m's fill your mouth oh yeah Food is so much right and now. And I, I, I like all of that stuff. It's not, but it's just sort of like, why? Why I just, do we need why it? Why do we need that? Because people are just like, oh, yeah. Look what they did. I know. I was. I, I know. I, I just. I going out in the. We don't see it so much in LA, but like, I feel like you go out into other places, and everything is hot Cheeto dust covered. You know, oh. a f- a flaming, a, a flaming hot, hot chicken ba- bites with you know. Deep fried ranch. Mm-hmm. Everything's just like this with this with this with this. <laughs> yes. And then also stoner element as it's well. It's carnival food. So then it's all wrapped in Fruit Loops. Yes. It's all like sugar, pink, Sick. cereal. And it's all like Guy Fieri and Barbie, you know, had a fuck fest and here's your lunch. It's just like, oh my God. I just it's can't totally stand it. It's totally that. It's totally that. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's, um, 
delicious fear factor. <laughs> like, it's like, instead of like bugs and crickets, it's just like, we're yes. going to take this, yes. we're going to put it here. We went to Comic-Con and they had, Flamin' Hots is now paired up with, um, that beef jerky company. Oh, thank and God. And so they're like, do you want a flaming Hot beef stick? And I was like, well, you know, since I mean, you said well, something. Well, I, mean, I, have, I can't say no. Yeah, I was like, can't wait for this lava diarrhea. Oh, I, I, exactly. Tomorrow I'll... Oh, I, God. Yeah, I know. And then when we were in Montreal, which, by the way, Montreal was so much fun, uh, can't wait to go again. Um, everyone's healthy and in a great mood. Healthcare, am mm, I right? Wow. Imagine. Um, and uh, I had I tried because it's very French. I didn't realize how French it was. Um, very very French. And I tried to like you know order a cold brew one day, and mm. all the signs everywhere was like infusé de foie, infusé de foie. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. So I go up to the lady. I'm like, Inf- uh, infusé de foie, and she's like, what? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, what are you trying to say? Because they go right into English oh, if right. they don't they know. know immediately. Yes, yes, and um. Meanwhile, here we just turn on the hose if we oh, can't understand 100%. you. Can't, we sure no. do. That's right. No, we got yeah. one, we yeah. got one, language, one language, one look. And I go, <laughs> I like to order a cold brew. And she goes, oh, we say cold brew. And I'm like, god damn, the whole time. I've been trying to like oh. muster the confidence. Well, what's infusé de foie? They like put a, a snowflake on top. Yeah. They just float mm-hmm. a snowflake on top of but it. But then I went to another place and I was like, cold brew. I went to a Tim Hortons. I was like, I'll have a cold brew. And she's like, what? Infusé de foie? I'm like, what is this riddle? What is going on? Just uh, please help me get my things. (laughs) They're like, all we have are these donuts filled with Skittles. I was behind a woman at the airport the other day. And I I swear it took her five minutes to explain. She goes, do you have this this coffee that? And we're like, you know, at airport. Like, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, bitch. She goes, is your coffee... Uh, can you put it like uh, over ice? Like, can if you pour the coffee over uh, like a cup of ice, can you have? The, and the woman, the barista's like, "You mean iced coffee?" She goes, "Yeah, but don't put anything in it. It usually comes with sugar and cream and uh, and 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 they're like, no, it's whatever. And, and it's, you just want an iced coffee. And it took her forever to explain the concept of iced coffee to a barista. There's, I always get stuck with a with a uh, behind a person's first day on earth. Always. Yeah. It's always like so I'm behind someone who's like, what, what I, is this place? Oh, I know. And I'm they like, act oh so God. strange. And like, well, oh, let me, what is, what is good here on this menu? What is good here? It's Starbucks. Are you mortal? Oh, yes. Is Can this you? One, what? Now, wait. When you say biscuits, <laughs> is that liquid? I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it's truly maddening. 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 I scream Inside. Also, just people choosing to be victims. Oh, it's like I—I I, I know I was behind someone one time, like picking out an ice cream flavor, and they were so nervous to pick out an ice cream flavor. I'm like, it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Pick out one that you like. Get a second scoop of another one. Uh-huh. Come back tomorrow. Uh-huh. Try the next one. Oh, there was. A, and they it, settled on vanilla. Oh, they settled on vanilla, and I'm like, I would have picked that out for you too. Oh, so you know, fire. Get out of here. God, there's nothing worse than people picking vanilla. (laughs) We went to a gelato place, uh, which we have a really fun gelato story. Um, We went to a gelato place in Montreal, and they had avalanche de de biscuits. Ooh. They were like, avalanche de biscuits. And and, and someone was like, avalanche. So is is it a biscuit avalanche? And I'm like, bitch, it's cookies and cream. Thank you. God, Also, like, doesn't that... Also, look at it. Look at it. It's cookies and cream. So what is this... Biscuits that consist with an, an avalanche. I'm like, oh my god! I was just in Rome. Hit a tree on your skis. I um was kind of talking to this cute guy, and uh, we were we just and we had mutual friends. We were in Rome at, at uh, Gelato, mm-hmm. 
And I picked out the, the, the flavor Grandma's Cream. Gross. And I was like, well, that did that, Drew. <laughs> Grandma's Cream. It was delicious. Not Gaga. It was, it was not Gaga, <laughs> but it was like custard. Gross. Grandma's Cream. I was like, I have to try that. What it tastes like. Grandma's Cream. It tastes like custard. <laughs> it was literally... Literally boiled custard. Was there a face to the grandma's cream? Was no. it like a oh it was no this like was like a Oma's house or this was not a chocolate steam factory <laughs> punk girl place. I'll Tank. have a grandma's cream milkshake. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Sick. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into some stories. I'm very excited Yay. you're here. Speaking of victims, I want to start off with this story because it kind of yes. went all over the place. Cardi B yes was seen in Vegas at Dre's. Uh, club day club in vegas over the weekend she was performing and we've had a lot of a series of people just throwing shit on stage i don't know if you've seen it we've had harry styles we've had bb rex get hit with a phone we've had a dildo was thrown at lil nas x like people are just throwing shit and acting up at shows um and now cardi b is the latest victim she was performing and this woman there's video of this woman throwing water or it might have been beer. It could have been a cocktail, but I think it was water. And she's throwing it at Cardi B. And then you see Cardi B with her microphone, and she just chucks it and throws it at the woman. And everyone was like, yes, queen, yes. And I was up. Mm. Yesterday, I was the same. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. Like, she's getting glammed up. She's in the Vegas heat. Right, right, like, right, right. Like, yeah. And this gross trash 100%. person's throwing her, yeah. her, you know, the juice at the, in, at the, in the garbage teat. Just, Why are you turning me on so much right now? <laughs> the juice in the garbage teat is what you just said. To you me. know the trash. Yes, of course. Yes. yes, absolutely. So I don't know what it could have been. That it could have been dip. Who knows? I don't trust people. Dip, dip juice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Cardi throws her microphone and hits this woman, and now this woman has reported it to the police because now this story breaks that Cardi um, asked the audience to splash her down. Just not on her face. So what? Cardi has now said, and this is a quote, ready? Splash me down, said Cardi, and fans obliged, throwing water towards the performer. That shit feels good. Put that shit in my pussy, bitch. Come on. End quote. So <clears throat> I don't I don't there's never so been now any, it's a totally different story. So now it's a whole different story because she said this uh very Poetically, might I add. A very deeply. Just, I mean. Just ripped out of Emma ha- Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Pride and Prejudice <laughs> has nothing on Cardi B. Um, but, so they don't know if, like, she actually did that. She was like, well, she said so. And, like, But it hit her, and she threw her microphone, so now it's all a mess. So. Yeah, that's very different because I am very much, I believe, I, I, I don't like the Rocky Horror effect that's happening with audiences and, and actors and performers anymore. I hate people, like, making it all about them. Yes. However, if you're at Rocky Horror, you throw toast. I mean, you know, you, yeah. put a, you know because that's, the, that's what you do there. Yeah. So I think it's completely different when you tell the audience what the rules are. And if you say throw water on me, then you're going to get water. And they can't aim not at your face. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the part of it. They can't help with that. So yeah, that's a totally different thing. Because I would, I would be completely. Because I also know in the heat of the moment, you know, throwing a microphone obviously is it could be really dangerous yeah. and hurt someone, and water wouldn't. But you're not thinking logically at that moment. But if you tell them, hey, then it's throw over. this at my pussy. Well, she said well, so. Yeah, you know. exactly. 
I mean, but I have a question. So stand-up, you know, we have hecklers and stuff. Does the Groundlings ever get, like, hecklers? Not so much. Really? But, I mean, I was I have been a part of the Drag Golden Girls group yeah. in town, and I hate it. Like, and I, You I hate get, the show? No, no. Well, we'll talk about that. No, no. No, I... <laughs> And I hate it. Drop mic, leave, starting car. <laughs> yes, no, Golden Girls I, Live. I hate that audiences feel like they can talk back. Right. That they can, they do the show along with you. They will full boy, you know, and they will, you know, and they scream out our names. They go, that's what she, they, they try to make it, they try to make it interactive. Yeah. And it's not. Do you shut it down or do you just yeah, keep going? I, you know, I'm Rose. I'm the yeah. sweet one. And I'll yeah. go shut the fuck up. Like, I will tell people, like, shut up. God. Because it's not about that. Yeah. It's not about you. But there are certain things that, that have happened and with previous, I will say, and with previous hosts that we've had mm-hmm. that encourage that. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it took me a while to think like, oh, well, the, the host is encouraging call and response. And so maybe they don't know. So we're, we try to be nice at first. We try to be nice and sort of shut things down at first. I don't immediately go and just shut the fuck up. That's usually the third or fourth time we have to tell you to, to be quiet. Yeah. Well, but I don't it, like it. I, I, I really I don't, don't. I don't go to a show in order to make it about me. I don't right. like, you know, unless it, it's all a part of like, what are you signing up for? Yeah. Well, and it's even like, it's gotten to the point now with the Nicole Kidman AMC right, uh, right. commercial where it's like, it used to be just like, oh, we clap right. for it. And now right. they're like yelling at her. They're right. like, we get it, bitch. And people are like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, I know. And it's I'm like, like oh, I've never God. been to the AMC in is the this, last Is this years. your tight four it's set? It's awful. I know. Uh. And it, but at least then she's not there. She's not there. There's not a person in front of you. It's like when you do that thing and it's like having to get up, but like. I know. But again, it's people making everything about them. Yeah. That's why I don't um, enforce. I'm not a big fan of the crowd work uh, yeah. comedy clips. Right. Which everyone's right. doing because they're like, oh, we don't need jokes now. We can just oh, talk to people know. and get famous. Sound. You're like, I don't know what was funny about that. I'm sure in the room it was it was spontaneous Oh, and there's fun, so many. Like, that's not a shareable oh, clip. So many people throw up just shitty crowd work clips. And I'm like, there's nothing even funny about no, this. No. But good for you. I guess. Sure, uh, but I right. think people. I mean, how does that? How do you? You don't mind when people yell back at you? I, I don't really have. I don't really have a lot of people that do do that because I I I'll do like crowd work at the top and then I'm like okay right because it's not I have things to say right exactly. it's not like so what do you do where are you from who do you, I mean and there's there are comics like Rick Ingram who is amazing at crowd work that's his. Thing. Right, 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 right. But he's yeah. an expert at it. But yeah. then there's people who are like, I don't have anything to say. So, where are you from? Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt. I love one time in a show, people were talking back and they were all fans and they were saying things back at her like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she goes, Honey, if you love me, let me live. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Smart camp. Done. Yeah. Sorry, right. Cardi. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll be interested to see like what mm. happens with Cardi. Maybe she can set up a GoFundMe account. Maybe this woman will set up a GoFundMe <laughs> I just account. Hope this woman has a full imprint of a of a, of a, of a microphone. But on everyone her face. thinks it's a penis. Yeah. They're like, what happened? She's like, I went to Vegas. Oh, oh no, 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 guys, it's a microphone. It's I swear. Microphone. Sure, Beth. Cardi B. <laughs> sure, Cardi B. Beth. threw her microphone at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Beth. I love a Beth. Uh, so Megan Fox is in the news because oh, sure. What? I know, I know. It's about Ooh. time. Uh, so Megan Fox was slammed for asking her fans to donate to her friend's GoFundMe account, despite millions in net worth. I love this kind of a story. So 
Um, She requested her followers on Instagram to donate to a friend's GoFundMe fundraiser worth $30,000. She was asking on behalf of her friend Brittany Boyce, a nail artist whose father was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, Mm -hmm. and posted the link to the fundraiser on her Instagram story and captioned it... My friend's dad was just diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. If you guys are able to help, please do. Mm-hmm. And everyone lost their minds because the internet. So some people said, not Megan Fox posting her friends, GoFundMe asking her fans to help. You ain't got $30,000? Yeah. One, the best one was a comment that just said, we're broke. <laughs> uh, They're like, we're broke. Like, yeah, we're broke. Megan, we don't have... I have seen this a couple times with celebrities. They're like, guys, if you can help my friend. And I'm like, right. What is this for? Right. What are you doing? Right. Well, I feel, I've, I have two minds. Yes, Megan Fox could, I'm sure, absolutely write a check for $30,000 mm-hmm. to give to her friend. Um, I don't think that it's Megan Fox's responsibility to do that. No. I don't think anybody, just because we assume, first of all, you go online and see how, I, I think the internet has said I'm worth $5 million or some stupid. I'm rich. I mean, I'm really rich on I Google. am too. And so we don't know what people's situation is, truly. Yes, they're famous. Yes, you've seen them in movies. You do actually do not know mm-hmm. what they've gone through. Lots of, you know, so there's that. We can't assume that just because somebody is X, Y, and Z. The other thing too is, you don't know the dynamic with a friend. It might be incredibly, Kind of, I don't know what the word is. Uh, yeah, uh, patronizing, sure. To, you know, instead, it might be a thing where it's like, uh, like, have a groundswell of support, show your love when you give somebody a hundred dollars. It's it's really nice money wise, but it also says, I'm fighting for your friend's dad, and I care about you. And you know, I'm getting the word out, and we're putting it out there, so mm-hmm. everybody can be a part of something. Somebody can give five dollars. Somebody can give a thousand dollars. So maybe that was part of it. Yeah. I just I don't think anyone is on the hook. Like, oh my god, you're so rich. I. I hate the mentality of like, you have money, so you should pay more. Cause it's sort of like, I, I, I don't, that's something that I don't really agree with. Cause you don't know what people have and, and what they're, what they're owed. And how, I, I don't know. I'm like, don't you have better things to do? I feel like I'm kind of team Megan on this. Cause I'm the kind of like, she posted on behalf of her friend and like get it out there. And I'm sure. She gave her friend money too. I'm sure she did too, and I think it was. And maybe one of those she gave things. her also. Maybe she's matching it. Maybe she's thirty thousand dollars is nothing. Yeah. When it, when it comes to cancer, like yeah. that is nothing for things. So it's like she may have said raise thirty, and I'll and I'll, and I'll also double get it. it. I'll yeah. match it or whatever. Nobody knows. I think it was just one of those things. It's like even if the slightest thing is off, people will lose yeah, their shit. Like I oh, I forgot to add, and I will double it. You know right. what I mean? And everyone's like you. I know. Be careful what you wish for. If it's you want to be true. famous, it's like everyone will come for you. It's true. And I think, you know, I, 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 I'm honestly, I think Team Megan now too, because it's just kind of, she's just saying like, hey, help my friend out. It's yeah. making awareness. Like I'm sure people who follow her have dealt with pancreatic She's cancer. not requiring you to give money if yeah. you're broke. That's totally understandable. Like She told me to donate. Exactly. You don't have to. You really don't have to. But no, she said it. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Keep scrolling, babe. Keep, Keep scrolling. scrolling. I know. People just want to find the bad. Um, all right. Next up, we have Taylor Swift. Are you a big Taylor fan? I'm not. That's why we're friends. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. I I get it. Sure. Great songwriter. Sure. Will I have a panic attack if I ever go to her concert? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, so she... I guess once the SAG strike is over, uh, a new a new TV show. Actress Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, it, she was in Cats. Last I we saw forget, her. I will never forget. She also got thrown in front of a car in like oh, some movie. One of the funniest moments I've ever seen in my life. 
truly, truly so satisfying on so many levels. Glory. Uh, uh, so there's a TV show based on her breakups that might be in the pipeline. Yes. Yeah. Of course. So like every song. Every song. Every song. So an American singer, American singer, we know she's American, <laughs> is, is best known for writing her songs based on her turbulent love life, taking her art to the next level. The pop star is now ready to venture into the world of television with her teardrop sang guitar. Swift is in talks with succession fame British screenwriter Alice Birch to make a new meta-feminist TV show inspired by the experiences with her exes. Titled Who Cares? No, it's not uh, titled call that but uh from american musician john mayer to actors jake gyllenhaal and joe alwyn the celebrities who once dated swift are potential muses for the screenplay of her new tv show so she's already had meetings with birch about the possibility of creating this new project together uh so it just sounds like she's trying to make like a gen z sex in the city or something emily in paris meets Uh sex in the city with succession I mean, talk, I mean, that also sounds like something created by ChatGPT. Like, it's just, it's just, yeah. whatever that thing is called. Like, it, it, it's sort of so many different flavors put into one that you're like, why? Um, yeah, I just, I feel like everything is all about, like, what's happened to her and how mm-hmm. people have uh, victimized her. And every song is that sort of energy of this, 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 and you did this, and then this, and then this, and I'm this, and I'm this. <laughs> And it just it drives me crazy. It does. Well, you it know, really what? drives me crazy. You... And I and I don't like, I I I don't like you know, not liking somebody or something. I just have no reaction to it. And people I don't that either. Go around having time singing it, I'm like, it doesn't even stay with me. It I doesn't even, at all. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't do anything. Well, and me. it's like, and I had this talk with Mary Lynn Rice Cub last year where she was like, her lyrics are just like, I rolled out of bed. I put one foot on the ground and then I got some breakfast and I started my day. You're exactly. Like, what? Exactly. It's just. It's. It's just nothing. <clears throat> Whining. Whining. But she did. Did you hear this? She. Cre- uh, she created a 2.5 earthquake. <laughs> At one of, of her concerts, the seismograph. It was so loud and shaky that it registered a 2.5 earthquake. I wish it was a seven and the earth just opened up. And you know what? <laughs> Best of luck, everybody. <laughs> they died doing just, what they loved. They died. They would. Died I don't think any loved. of them would disagree with me if uh, they really loved Taylor. Uh, they just are see, there. Like, they are, they are in it. They would be like, we died together. Yay, yeah. slay. Everyone has their like flashlights oh, on their phones. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sequins and sparkles coming out of a sinkhole. Oh, I would live. <laughs> And you and I just at the top, just like Cersei like, from ha, Game of Thrones, ha, just sipping our wine. <laughs> yes. Mm. Fresh mulled wine. <laughs> Capes. With a metallic owl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shoulders. Steampunk Bobo from Clash of the Titans. Ready to go. Ready to go. I love it. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Me I'm too. In. All right. Yes. We got a couple more. Woo. Okay. Woo. <laughs> All right. So Kristen Bella's in the news as well. Yes. So she lets her kids drink non-alcoholic beer, and she's not here for your judgment. Mm. Um, there's actually two stories about Kristen Bell this week. Okay. She, she got kicked out of an airport because she was, like, sleeping in the airport. Like, oh. with, like it was a layover. layover. It wasn't like she was yeah, like, yeah, I want to yeah. know what the commoners do. Right, you right, know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is a... What, what is a, uh, uh, what's a delay? What is, uh, what's a connecting flight? It's this thing called floor. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, um, okay, so but why was she kicked out of the airport? Did they kick everybody out? Or? Well, I think she was like, we'll just spend the night here and wait for oh, the yeah. next flight. And they were like, no, you can't do that. So they okay. asked her to leave. 
Her okay. and Dax, her okay. husband. So, yeah. But she was on an appearance of the Kelly Clarkson show, and she talked about why she and her husband allow her kids, Lincoln, 10, and Delta, 8, to drink non-alcoholic beers. Uh-huh. So she says, Kelly said that she has a nine-year-old River Rose. Uh, when she was a baby, she grabbed an alcoholic beverage from a table while they were out of the country and took a sip. Sip. Seep. I see. That led Belle to share why non-alcoholic beers are special in their family, starting with her story of context mm-hmm. is important. We've learned that over the last few years. My husband and I, when we walked the babies at night in our neighborhood, when my daughter was really little, he is a recovering addict, but he likes non-alcoholic beer. So he'd pop one open. We'd have her on his chest and we'd walk and look at the sunset. Okay, get on with that. <laughs> so as a baby, she was pawing at it and sometimes she'd suck on the rim of it. So it feels like her... Uh, something special, something daddy. This is weird. Uh, Why does she talk like that? <laughs> Belle said that when her daughter tried to order a non-alcoholic beer at a restaurant, she explained, maybe we just keep that for home. <laughs> um, judge me if you want. That's your problem. I think I, that's I, okay. I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. I also, I mean, I, I don't know them well, but know them well enough, and they're great parents and of great course. people. And I know that, like, it's also... I. I I grew up like, like having we were we were allowed to try everything because my parents both drank and mm-hmm. it was like try and we hated it because it was like try. I remember trying beer as a kid, being like, "That's the grossest thing I've ever had," and it made me not want to have it. But I do think keeping kids from trying thing, you know, it's sort of like they can try a sip of something. It's yeah. not the end of the world. I mean, obviously, don't let your nine year old get drunk and like start drinking or whatever. But then I, are they even living? I mean, like, uh, thank you. <laughs> But British kids drink alcohol from the table. They learn how to drink responsibly. Yeah. At a certain age, they have a like half glass of wine with the meal. It's for the flavor and it's part mm. of it. So they don't. It's not this forbidden fruit thing that's kept from them. Um, but it's it's also like yeah, first of all, I want to meet the little kid who goes into a restaurant and is like, "I'll take an old duels." That's courage. I've lived life. I'll have a St. Paulie's girl. <laughs> Make it a double. Oh my god. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm totally on their side with that. I think that's fine, and I think. You know, oh, whatever. Judge, there's so much worse stuff. I know. All, I, all the things you can teach kids in terms of uh, racism, sexism, you know, transphobia in the world, like about th- things you're passing on to your children, let them have an O'Doul's. Let them have an O'Doul's. If we've it, learned it, anything. Look, if you want that and, bread water, then have it. I, I'm saying this now because I'm, I'll probably end up on Reddit because oh. uh, – uh, the QAnons love me on oh, Reddit, and yes. they're like, he wants children to drink! Yes. I said O'Doul's, which is a, you know, non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic yeah. beverage. Absolutely. You know what else is non-alcoholic? Coca-Cola. That's Pepsi. Right. Which Sprite. are terrible for children. Ch- yes. They clean your terrible. toilet. Yes. Oh, I haven't had a soda, and I couldn't even tell you how long, because oh, I saw that okay. video of, like, the toilet being oh, clean. Oh, yeah, 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 Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. my boyfriend's like, I'll have seven Diet Cokes today. I'm like, <sighs> I'm dating a toilet. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, Justin, you do have a soda right in front of you. This is a LaCroix? <laughs> this is not... Is this yeah, not a soda? Yeah, no, soda. no, it's, it's soda. Sparkling I just made water. me laugh when you said that. No, I, I, I'm I, better. I don't drink that that much soda almost ever anymore. Uh, no. Well, you know what we need to do? Eat more gelato. That's right. We need to eat more gelato because Cher has launched her own gelato company... And I've it's real. Th- I have heard of this. It was on Melrose the other day. It was? Like driving down the street. I was gone and people were sending me like, oh my God, the shared gelato mobile, which is like, I guess the new Oscar Mayer wiener dog when I'm here for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I need a shared gelato mobile. I, so yes, she posted this video to Instagram showing off a bright orange and pink ice cream truck featuring black and white photos of herself enjoying a cone. The brand's name, Sherlato. 
Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. So sure. here it is. She's got several flavors to choose from. I mean, look at it. Oh, Cher Lotto. There it is. But of course, Believe is playing. And that song just wrecks me. Oh, yeah. Well, that takes us to a time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I mean, I don't think the flavors are anything crazy. I think it's like low well, Isn't one of them like avocado? Probably. There is an avocado flavored one. If, if, she, if Cher doesn't have an avocado flavored gelato, like, I mean. Are we alive? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I would absolutely have some shared gelato. Share I wish we could get some here, but uh, mm. let's see. So the shared gelato ice cream truck will travel around LA to different locations every day throughout the summer. Fans can track the shared gelato truck on their website, sharedlotto.com. Oh, I got I gotta follow. Oh, here we go. Here's the flavors. The snap out of it. Uh, kefir mm-hmm. and cardamom. Mm-hmm. Breakfast at Shares, coffee and donuts. That gets, some of these are <laughs> some of them are weird. So, but even snap out of it is just it has nothing to do with kefir and cardamom. What is kefir? It's a um, it's like a yogurt, isn't it? Isn't it like a um, it's uh like a uh, uh highly cultured mm. like gr- uh, Greek Del- yogurt. Great, that gonna, sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah it's oh. like um, yeah, it's a fermented milk drink. Sick. Yeah, it's it's quite delicious. You know what that sounds like? What? Grandma's cream. I, that's probably why I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that. I'll have a grandma's cream cone. Yes, please. Uh, we have chocolate XO share. Uh, what does so, that yeah. even mean? Chocolate XO? I don't Is that know. I think she ever she's said? not picking these names. These are so uncreative. Yeah, she's like chocolate XO share. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, do we have a wagon wheel Watusi? I want like yeah. I want like Silkwood oh, strawberry. Yeah. SoCal's coldest avocado on toast. Yeah. See, but that's not even that's not even like her. <laughs> Is it? Is there a mermaid's reference? Is there? No, I mean, no. yeah. L.A. I love you. Okay. With, okay, that's like a like a vegan. Oh, that's vegan. Cones start at eight dollars. I don't know if I want to spend eight dollars on avocado toast. But an edible gold cone is ten dollars more, so mm. it's eighteen dollars for edible gold. What celebrities would you want to start a small business? Like, oh my if god, if Cher does gelato, Cher does gelato. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what I? Oh my god, Demi Gelato would be good. Demi Gelato would be really good. So I think, but Cher see, might... I would, I would prefer it be Demi more. Gelato than Demi, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Demi. I don't trust Demi Lovato and and and, and, and any food. food. Like, she doesn't. We, she doesn't trust food. She does. She gets really upset about it. Well, and she's <laughs> there's a history. There's you know? a real history. There. I, I'm gonna have to put like I'll have to test my gelato. You yeah, know what I, I mean. I, I, <laughs> To see what's in my gelato. I have to walk into stores to make sure I'm not triggered by a gelato yeah. sign. I have to get some gelato strips to make sure my gelato's yeah. clean. <laughs> and if you're testing your gelato, maybe don't have it. Maybe not. Yeah. But, so. Oh, my God. No, I love it. I'm trying to... I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe like Leah Thompson has gravy. I mean, why not? Just different gravies that are named Leah after Thompson's Leah Thompson. Gravy. Yeah, Leah Thompson's gravy okay. is the name of it. And it's just like Back to the Future uh, <laughs> cream gravy. <laughs> like no no cleverness put into it whatsoever. What other what other Leah Caroline Thompson? in the City brown gravy. Oh, like Caroline Ray brown oh, gravy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I would love Caroline Ray Brown Caroline Ray, Ray brown, brown gravy. gravy. Yeah. Oh, please welcome to the stage. What about like like a Melissa Joan Hart? Oh, I mean, you, you could think of anything. Ruben, what? Just a Rube, just Rubens. Yeah, Melissa yeah. Joan Hart, Rubens. Yeah, I get it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Hmm. 
It's clearly just like this and this together. It's, Boom. yeah, a noun and a pronoun mm-hmm. and a subject predicate, like, uh-huh. there. All right, Done. well, we got a couple more. Okay. We're going to take a journey to the animal kingdom now. Oh, um, animals, it's hot, it's summer. Mm-hmm. We love the El- the Legitibaqua community. Um, bears. Mm-hmm. Wolves, mm-hmm. all of it. Sure, absolutely. Otters. But I love it when people get pissed off about animals doing animal things. Uh-huh. And now this made a huge story. This was Hugh the Manatee, which I'm already here for, which is not a children's book. Hugh the Manatee died, RIP, from a 14 and a half centimeter rip in his colon. <sighs> Caused by a sexual encounter with another male manatee, Buffett, who is also his brother. These are not oh, the Island Boy twins. Wow. These are Florida Do we make manatees. Make a Florida joke here, or what? Go for I it. I mean, oh my god, amazing. So These yeah, are gay brother manatees. Gay who, brother who manatees fucked each other to death. That fucked each other to death in Florida Oof. at an aquarium. What a horrible oh, school trip. What a lesson for the children. Jesus. God. I'm glad those kids were kept from reading. We've got to protect them. Yeah, exactly. Watch this. So, Hugh, uh, this is at the Moat Marine uh, Laboratory and Aquarium. Or is it Laboratory or Laboratory? <laughs> laboratory? They I haven't read the word. Know. I haven't read the word laboratory in laboratory, a long time. Yeah, that is laboratory. laboratory. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Laboratory <laughs> is what, like more fun. You know, Vincent Price. Would yes. Say, yeah. So Sarasota died at the tender age of thirty-eight. The staff mm. noted he began exhibiting a changed behavior, uh, and staff began monitoring him closely. He then became unresponsive, and ultimately was determined to have died. So Ooh. the necropsy. The necropsy. Necropsy report of Hugh's last day revealed that he died from a 14 and a half centimeter rip in his colon caused by a sexual encounter with another male manatee who is also his brother. Mm. I mean, just add it to the list. We have aliens. I know. I know. Everything is just happening right now. Climate change. mad about being named Buffett? Like he hates Jimmy Buffett? Probably. Well, it's Florida. It's like everything's fucking Margaritaville there. Hugh, they named him Hugh and Buffett. They're Hugh brothers. and Buffett. I just don't understand why, but okay. Um, he was at the bottom of the pool and unresponsive and f- was found dead. I don't know, though. I mean, better to go out that way than being hit by a boat. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I know. And it's also like, how long do manatees live? Do they live Apparently like, into their 40s. <laughs> they must. They must. 38 was like untimely for a minute. I was, I was like, I, that's, you know what? You did it. You did it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. Is is Buffett going to be put down? Or is Buffett probably. still out fucking? No, they're going to, like, probably harpoon his ass. Oh, and that's that. Re- that I don't like. Grind his penis up into not manatee oil. Back. I know, exactly. No. Oh, but I love a nice manatee oil. I know. No, yes, it, it really my... is the serum of the it future. It really does. <laughs> Keeps me Madonna's preserved. listening to this going, manatee Ma- oil. Manatee oil. <laughs> my MDNA <Find> collection. Me. <laughs> I mean, uh, also, what did manatee dicks look like? I, I don't. Wonder. Can we Google it real quick? I want to know what. The, I mean, I can imagine. I can imagine it's going to be like a hook. Yeah, it's probably barbs. Like, yes, 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 yes. Animal penises are terrifying. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Oh, my God. Let's see. Uh, where can we find? I mean, manatees themselves oh. look like penises. Oh, that look that really looks very, very phallic, very penile. That looks like another manatee coming out of the yes, manatee. Yes, yes. Ooh. Thank you. Mama, bl- it's giving. Mama is is 100%. <laughs> I, can, I can identify that. I think I saw that dancing on I've a box at Mickey's that. once. <laughs> <laughs> Go-go for the gold. Am I right? <laughs> 
Oh. Is that it? That's not 14 inches. Look at me. Well, it's just, soft. Just cock shaming a manatee. Yeah, exactly. God. But 14 and a half centimeters. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how many how many inches is that. I don't know. We're asking we're asking people to do lots of work for us. That we're the Kama Citra. The Kama Citra. Oh God. What in the name of Cher Lotto is that? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Secrets of sex. Hi, I'm Sheree Morris. Why can't there be a, a, I, I, a comma I get deeply, I get deeply turned on by the sex in America's uh, world's oceans. <laughs> Look at the cover of this book, though. Oh. Are they related? Do we know this? Oh, no, they're just, he's about, he's just murdering. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, getting it. Oh, they're just getting it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What is this picture? Uh, this creature from the Black Lagoon cosplay. Yes. So <sighs> is that woman holding on to like a skiff or something? Probably She's a boat and deck. This like, get me out of here. Pull her down. <sighs> and just, oh my God, give her his love <laughs> into the ocean's floor. Oh, my God. But she's wearing a very complicated swimsuit. There's no way you can get through that. She's asking for it. Do you yeah, remember I mean, <laughs> Do you remember Blackfish? Telecom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, remember huh? the, like, girl who, like, swam in the pool and that she drowned? And they're like, well, mm. Tiffany wore a ponytail, and that's oh. against protocol, and <laughs> she deserved to die. And you're like, Jesus. Well, animals don't know. They don't give a like, shit. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go from manatees to actual man people. Men. This man... Oh, wait, yeah, this man spent $14,000 to transform himself into a collie, into a dog. $14,000? That doesn't seem like a lot. To transform yourself into a collie? That's him. Good job, sir. That that does that looks like more than $14,000 in work. I mean, I want to see it. Oh, ew, 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 no. No. Oh, I'm so upset by that. I know. Oh, I would be so mad. That is a horror movie. This is, yeah, full on. His name is Taco. Like, could you imagine, like, you're watching television at night, and you oh, hear that, ew, and then you turn ew, the porch light on. on, and you're like, that is so upsetting. Yeah. Ew. But, yeah. Oh, God. Now, does he have a real dog as well? That- I don't know. I don't, I, I think he lives like this, and I don't understand oh. what it is. It's, so is this it's sort of like me being like a human, furry? It's like it's sort of being a furry. It's like furry human centipede thing. Okay. It's something. It's yeah. Because I don't know if his bones were like snapped, like dog joints or anything. But yeah. So but he, but when you transform, he's li- he lives like this all the time. He lives he like just, this. He didn't just create this as, as a gag. He wants to do no. This. He loves to roll over. He loves. He has he a really fourteen thousand dollar custom made collie costume. I see him try to run he's, or like. He's just rolling over and kind of. Well, he was shamed for a while, so he was living in ho- in his home. He's in Japan, uh-huh. and recently he was like, "You know what? I'm coming out. I'm going to go for my first walk." And he went on his first walk, and of course, everyone was like, "Kill it!" You know, yeah. like, but oh, no, oh, I, I I understand that. Yeah, but like, no, oh, they, that's the that's the alien. Look at that! Trip. It looks like taxidermy come to oh, life. Oh, I know, I know. I just want to see other animals react to it and just see how they how they feel. Yeah, the co- I, you know, I because I, I actually a friend of mine took me to a furry party really, years ago, and I went to one and I actually I understood. Oh, I got it when I was there. It's not my thing, but I was like, oh, 
there's a non there's an anonymity to it. Like you put this thing on and you are no longer in your body and you're no longer limited to your own body and you're for people that want to just completely play. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to, I didn't see any sex happening, but I saw a lot of like puppy piles and people like you know, and feeling really connected in a way that they don't. So I was like, oh, I get this now. I'm glad I saw this. It's not for me, but great for the baby. Were you the only one not in a costume? No, there okay. was other, there were other people. Oh, I wish was, you oh, were. Oh God, I wish it was just amazing. you, like with a martini oh, my God, and like exactly. all these dogs and rabbits and foxes around you. And you're like, uh, be yourself. Exactly. I, I'm okay with this. <laughs> like I'm giving them my approval because that's what they want. They need that. <sighs> no, I just, but this is like a whole nother level of like living like this all the time because I Look, think, uh, Oh, no. I don't understand. Is he on his knees and, like, walking on his... Like, I don't... I have questions, because, like, was there a surgery? Yes. I mean, $14,000 is not a lot, whether we're talking about a surgery. That just feels like you you would spend that on that costume. Well, it's 2 million yen, $14,000 in United States dollars, Uh modeled after a a collie. It it reproduces the appearance of a real dog walking on four legs. Um, Taco conceals his unusual... Proclivities uh, from most of his friends and his family. I rarely tell my friends because I'm afraid they will think I'm weird. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, God. Unless, unless your friends are like, "This is my friend. He's a service animal. He can yeah, come in." Yeah, exactly. This is Taco. I don't want my hobbies to be known, especially by the people I work with. But does it poop? Like, can it? Can? Huh? If you are a, if you are a person living as a dog, can you poop outside? Oh, very good question. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'm all for it. I, I, I like. Hey, if that makes you happy, if that, if that, that gets you through this world, if you are so, then, then go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to enjoy that. Um, but yeah, but I think I don't know. I'm not. I, I, I I'm not going to say. I think everyone should be able to pee and poop outside. But I know. Well, I mean, I we live I, in I LA. We see well, it. I don't. I whatever. <laughs> I'm like, where? What else are you going to do? Does he pick it back for himself? Oh, I don't know. Does he kick? Oh, he's done. But also, is there AC in there? Oh, like, because there's none know. in here. So. None. <laughs> are we in a dog costume right now? We are. Just we taco. Um, we have a, uh, one more animal story. Uh, we have a bear. There was a bear spar- uh, spotted in Bearbank. <laughs> oh, there you go. Burbank, California. We have bears in jacuzzis. Now, you went to a furry party. You and I have both seen bears in jacuzzis at we some sure point have. of our life. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of incredible. Police in the city of Burbank responded to a report of a bear sighting in a residential neighborhood and found the animal sitting in the jacuzzi behind one of the homes. Wow. This is in, um, in Burbank. 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 I did not know. I, I'm so clueless. I did not know that there were bears that size. I in had Burbank. no idea. That is a full on like yes. black bear too. Yes. Um, and it's just chilling. And it just after the neighbor saw it or whatever, it just was like, all right, crawled over the gate and left. I think aren't black bears supposed to be like friendlier? Like brown bears are the scarier ones. Brown bears are the ones that will. Yeah, I mean, I don't any discriminate of them are bears. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I do think those are a little bit more. I mean, I mean, if you're hot and you're like pissed off, if you it. see a bear in your pool, let it, let it, let oh, it, let it. Don't be like, get, go, yeah. Eh. And it's also the heat makes people do crazy things. Why not animals too? Absolutely. I don't. There's a woman who keeps putting up missing cat signs. 
all over the neighborhood. She's like, missing cat, missing cat. I'm like, girl, it's gone. It's, yeah. That's some yeah. coyote food yeah, or yeah, some yeah, falcon yeah. just. Yeah. Like, yep, absolutely. Bye. They're animal. They're there to stay alive. So yeah. they got to get cool. They got to get fed. Yeah. They got to do their thing. Don't care. Bears are. Really, I mean, it's the thing you have to do with bears is like you can make a lot of noise mm-hmm. and distract them and hold your ground or play dead. But I, when I think but of myself in that, you can't run. But I also put myself in that situation of like, you know, you always hear it, and then if you actually are in it, and some like a bear's looking at you, like, like I don't know if I'd be like. This is what I'm supposed to do. Oh, no, of course not. No way. There's no, no way I would just play that. I would play dead. And then that snout just. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh Snotty my God. snout no, just no, no, sniffing. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It was like my waitress at the steampunk restaurant. <laughs> just, you lost one of the order? Play dead. I special today, or. God, sick. Well, Drew, this was a pleasure having oh, you here a today. Sheer delight. Thank you, Justin. I mean, so much fun. Please come back. Please anytime, anytime you want. Anytime. I would love to. So much fun. Um, where can people follow you? All that jazz. And oh. I highly recommend following Drew. He's so, so funny. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm on the Instagram mm-hmm. at Drew underscore Drogi. And that's probably the easiest one. I'm on threads now. Oh, is it? Is I don't it? know. Is it going to? By the time this airs. Like I, tomorrow is I, I don't get even... it. My Twitter just went to X, and I'm like, oh, oh did Twitter go to X yeah. already? I saw that was happening, but I haven't seen it. It's so bizarre. Flip over as well. Thank you so much for being here. And as always, we will see you next time here on the Just Saying Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.